Lucky you, you're back for another episode of Best of Three, Nonproductive's very own game show about games. Actually, it's not much of a game show, is it? Well, there are no prizes. We have no prizes. Yeah. We don't have Vanna White. No, well, no. So someone is a winner at the end. Who's that? Well, last time it was me. Oh, I thought he was going to say the listeners or something stupid, but he said something even more stupid. Yeah, really? I'm Frank. I'm joined in studio by stupid and stupider. No, I'm joined in studio <laughs> by Mike and Rob. How are you guys doing? Uh, not too bad. I'm doing awesome. Uh, see, Rob is at least awesome in doings. Yeah. The premise of Best of Three is each one of us, well, specifically Mike, Rob, and one of their special guests, present a board game to the other host, and the three of them have to argue which game is the best. Uh, clearly, I think I've won every single one we've tried so far. That, that's my memory of the events. Uh, again, like I said earlier. I don't believe that. Just because so, you pull a switchblade doesn't mean you win. You know what? Sometimes you got to carry some blades with you. Speaking of blades, this week's theme is drinking games. Specifically, games that are better, or at least very fun, when converted into drinking games. So what do we have? Mike, tell us what game you've brought to the table. I've brought Red Dragon Inn, which is a game that is a play on uh, the tavern aspect of um like uh role-playing games okay and what do you do in the tavern of a role-playing game uh you other than avoid the mysterious stranger at all costs and hookers (laughs) you pass drink uh you you buy drinks for other players and you drink the drinks that they give you oh so and uh you you have to uh you you have to stay sober so wait you you brought to our converted into a drinking game a contest a actual drinking game Uh, but there's no actual drinking in the game it's just cards but they all say, but you booze. you make it so that it turns into a drinking game with actual drinking. Oh, you you can. This is like the Matrix of board games. There's a game within a game, and a plot within a. You've blown my mind. Good, good. What game did you bring to the table, Rob? The game I brought to the table is called The Letter of Mark. The Letter of Mark is played as a card game. It's set up so that you basically have to gamble whether or not you're going to be successful in bringing your ship back from sea to port. So when you're deciding whether or not you want to attack another person's ship, you have to take into account whether or not that ship is guarded. If you are successful in taking that ship, you get all the treasure on board. If you're unsuccessful, then uh, yeah, yeah, bad things happen. Like, they get the point. That's not good. <laughs> so is it similar to, let's say, Battleship in that there's a lot of guessing at what where your opponent's ships are, or at least where their defenses are? Well, in this game, you're guessing whether or not the ship is defended. So you know where the ship is. You're just guessing whether or not there's someone guarding the ship or not. Interesting. Well, my game, since you both asked, is the best game of all. I actually took a page from your... Uh, your book, Rob. I brought the cheapest game I could think of. Oh, Pictionary. Really? Otherwise known as Drinktionary. Get it? Drinktionary? Yeah, Drinktionary. It's a, it's a play on. We'll, we'll work on the so, yeah, anyways, we'll... Pictionary is, of course, that classic game where you and your friends sit around and critique each other in as passive-aggressive a way as possible upon your drawing and then later about personal failings as, you know, couples and what have you are playing the game. You've never played... You never play Pictionary with like a married couple that are going through trouble times. That's the best. That's the best thing ever. We're we're like, we're still waiting for that yeah, great a, great thing in life. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's the best. Yeah, for that. Yeah. Who's afraid of a Virginia I, I, Woolf Pictionary? I have seen it on a, the this thing called the television. Oh, 
Have married people. Oh, it's astonishing, isn't it? Yeah. Interesting. Yes. So he's heard of married people before yeah. from the TV. Good. So, uh, yeah, let's let's begin. We have to, of course, on Best of Three, we have five categories we rank every game with. Cost, hacks, compatibility, replayability, and fun. These categories this week are going to be modified slightly so that we can, um, well, basically, since all the games are going to be hacks uh, to begin with. So let's let's start with cost. I already win this category. We shouldn't even have to worry about it. Uh, uh, my game is effectively free. Even if you want to go out and buy an actual copy of Pictionary from... It's a, it's a garage sale game. Well, let's assume you don't know anything about this game. Where would you... How, how much would you actually purchase it for? Uh, if you were stupid and wanted to go to, uh, like, a retail store, maybe 10 to 20 bucks, but probably not even that much. It's probably on sale there as well. But, uh, yeah, and that's if you bought the full copy. Really, all you need is a piece of paper and some device to time. And, of course, lots and lots of booze. Yeah, that's probably expensive. Mm-hmm. My game is uh, is actually kind of expensive. It's uh, $38 MSRP value. Oh, very good. Wow. What, uh, so this is the Red Dragon Inn. Yes, Red Dragon Inn. And now are there, you mentioned something about there being expansions to this game. Yes, there are. Uh, they're in the process of making a fourth on Kickstarter. Oh, all right, cool. Um, and they are all the same price of $38. Yikes. That is the, kind of the one advantage is it goes from pl- being a two to four player game to when you buy an expansion, it adds an additional four, up to four more players. The one positive about it costing that much is, though, that this game is fun even if you aren't playing it as a drinking game. Mm, well, we're doing the drinking game version of the competition. I don't but know. you're always playing a drinking game when you're playing the drinking game. That's the drinking game of no, D and D parody. He's yeah. Well, yeah. But he's saying that his game is good enough without alcohol. I disagree. I think uh, our games are Pictionary is well. No, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Even with, even when you're not playing it with it, you know specific rules. There's always wine at least when you're playing Pictionary. Yes. Well, it's, once again, he's Why? basing this on television. man. How much money do you on, have? No, he's basing this on, like, in the 70s era sitcoms. Yeah, People really. Were drinking wine and watching. Uh, all right. I'm pretty sure it was uh, Plaid. It was 90s. Plaid. No. Like, Friends. Oh, God. All right, let's Jesus, move on. What's wrong this is with terrible. you? It's terrible. All right, how much does your probably too expensive game cost? No, 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 no. You can't, you can't just make that assumption that my game's going to cost an arm and a leg. It involves pirates, so there's probably going to be missing arms and legs and pegs, arms and legs. Well, just because there's going to be missing arms and legs doesn't mean it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. How much does your Are game, you game sure? cost? Oh, shut up. Oh, how much does your game cost? It's between 15 and $20, but All you right. can find it on sale for as low as $5. It was That's a, a, it was a It was a holiday special. Oh, uh, well, so you know... Uh, yes, you are. Very special. Mm, that's a great sign. $5. I mean, of course. Uh, that must be a quality game you've got They gave you that price for that helmet you wear? No. Oh, mean. <laughs> mean. <laughs> All right, let's go on. So let's, we, let's actually describe how our games are different. So we're going to go straight into hacks here. So what are, the, what are your proposed rule changes to make the Red Dragon Inn a game, not a fictional game about drinking but an actual game about drinking so my idea is you take the actual cards and you make real drinks to represent them like uh one of the cards is a light ale so you get a light ale and you drink that when you get that card simple Uh, enough and like something like crazy like there's one that's like dragon's breath or something like that you you make up a drink and you, you do something fun Something that is usually higher alcohol content would be a good idea for that. So so even if it's a little lady drink, you got to make that too? That doesn't matter. Do they have little lady drinks? They don't, because this is a man's game. Are there any drinks that are concocted by elves? There's no elves in this game. 
Oh, not yet. Uh, there may be in the expansions. Hmm. I think there's going to be a white wine spritzer. There is wine in this. White wine spritzer? No, just regular wine. Oh, okay. Oh, and chasers. All right. So basically you can... See, I feel like this is incredibly complex. You'd have to invent your own drinks. Well, no, you can take drinks that already exist and just call them that. Like, you can take a Malibu Bay Breeze and say that that's Dragon Breath. Really? Malibu Bay Breeze is Dragon Breath? (laughs) Is that your plug? Are you being sponsored? Oh, look at your shirt. Yeah, no, you're being sponsored today, aren't you? It's totally sold out immediately. God damn it. All right, fine. It's just what popped in my head. (laughs) Sure. Malibu Bay Breeze. Wow. All right. I could have yeah. said Hurricane. What about your hacks? How do you make your game playable in the the elaborate land of... I'm sorry. What, I'm already Whiskey. been drinking. Yeah, uh, really? What is, how do you do it? Well, basically, when you take the game and you're gambling whether or not you're right or wrong on the ship being guarded or not, the drinking aspect comes in whether if you're successful with taking the ship, your opponent has to take the drink. But if you're unsuccessful in taking said ship, you have to take that drink. So you can take a maximum, if you're wrong, if you're wrong the max amount of times, you're taking three shots um, Mm -hmm. throughout the entire game. So with Mike's game, you can die with that hack. I would say with Mike's game, you will die. (laughs) Correction, you will, yes, you will die. And it's not even like he said with the light ale, which is the entry level drink in that board game, take a sip. It's take a beer. It's yeah. take a drink a beer. And he then later drink on, you can pint. make up your own drink. And then he said Malibu Breeze, which I don't understand at all. But we'll move that. Moving on from his alcoholism onto your game. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, then it's. So you're, you're you just, can still get trashed, but you're not going to die in the process. Yeah, but I don't feel like the drinking adds anything to the experience i mean do you have to remember things in your game does it benefit you from of course i mean if you shoot the same ship three times in a row and the first time (laughs) it was a cannon it's not gonna change but you're gonna be drinking but you're gonna be drinking forget it yeah all right that's not this this sounds like a game that needs to be pre-gamed oh well i mean to optimize it you mean to be a little tipsy before you begin yes yeah i guess so um in your game in red dragon inn um so more sober you are when you start the better is, is that the way it works for your game? The more sober you are, the start. The better chances of survival when playing Red so. Dragon Inn. So uh, there are other features of the game. Now, you talked about something earlier about fortitude. You, your alcohol content can't be can't exceed your fortitude level or you pass out. Uh, correct. Um, All right. So how do you how are you going to do fortitude? How do you? So we decide uh, I decided that um, when you are doing the fortitude, uh, one way to lose the fortitude and something to add to it is you do some sort of spinning around. It's spinning around in your chair or something to yeah. get yourself sick so that when you're drinking, it has more of an and effect on to you. gain fortitude um, or to lose alcohol content, which can happen in the game, you drink coffee, water. Wait, wait, wait hold on. You what? can lose what? alcohol content in this game? Yes. So how do you... Man, if, I, Why would I you play a you. drinking game to sober up? Wait, no, hold on. I don't know about it's the way rare. you guys sober up, but I've never heard of someone saying, oh, man, I'm drunk. Let me drink some more water, and I'll sober up a little bit. It, well, it doesn't necessarily help. Well, not right you away. You have to vomit. Part of your game <laughs> well, if you want to him. purge, like, hey, you lost alcohol content, go purge. You can incorporate that if no, you, you want, can't. but no, I'm not going to. No, no, Fortitude, no. The loss of fortitude would be leaching. Like, drain out As a disclaimer, blood. we do not ask you to purge yeah, while do, playing this game. I don't, I'm not that's, too that's sure That's totally up to you, not me. My hack is is simple, but it changes Pictionary significantly, which is one of the reasons why you don't actually need the Pictionary game. So, first thing you do is... Everyone takes a uh, piece of paper and a pencil and and a drink just to sort of like start the the game off. 
everyone's got 30 seconds to write down something, a noun or adjective or whatever, just come up with some words. Then everyone, ta- everyone takes a drink, they write their thing down, and then they pass the paper to their, their left or their right or whatever. Then everybody has 30 seconds to draw what the, the other person has written for them. Takes another drink, pass it along. Then the third person in the chain has to guess what the first person wrote down and the second person drew. So that keeps happening in a chain over and over and over again until people just are so shit-faced. I don't want to find a better word than shit-faced. They're so messed up. Smashed. Smashed, yes. They're so smashed that they can't even read anymore, and no one can draw. Well, yeah, I imagine that 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 can get pretty complicated. That stuff, especially if someone uses something like crazy. So why would you? So wait, would it be like? Would you be sipping your drink, or would you just be with his game, like pounding back full beers well, every single round? Everyone can decide at the table what what level of drinking they want. You could have either like, you could have a sip of beer every every thirty seconds and do it that way, or you could have shots if you guys are you know in a frat or whatever. It alcoholics, is. yeah. Yeah, if you're, you're if you're alcoholics looking for a board game to to while away the nights underneath the bridge you live in, then go ahead. I don't know how you're listening to this podcast. Probably from some kid whose iPod you stole. This is getting dark. Yeah, But really. uh, to answer your question, which always comes up in rules where, like, what happens when one guy's a jerk? You don't want to play with that guy anymore. But, all right, fine. Then maybe having the deck of Pictionary words is useful. And that first round when everybody writes down the word, instead of that, it's it's like you could use an apples on a, to apples deck and everybody has their deck of nouns. Oh, that works. You know so you just got to get to the point in your game where everyone's so trash that even if the word itself says cat, the guy's going to say like banana or something. Yeah, there's two <laughs> level where getting tipsy hurts. One, it's drawing the thing. And two, it's trying to remember the, what the thing is called. So you can see a perfect drawing of a cat, but you can't say cat because you're too busy thinking about how weird the word cat sounds. Cat. That, what, is this what you do when you're drunk? Just think of funny words? Uh, it depends on what you're drunk on. Absinthe, yes. Or Malibu. Or Malibu Bay Breeze. You know sponsor what? Of sponsor of Mike Kilroy. <laughs> Mike Kilroy's third of this podcast. Hey, you know what? He's bringing in the money. That's yeah, why. Really. You, you know, you know get paid. What? Get paid. Don't be jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's uh, To critique this... I, I feel though that with your game, you, I think there has to be at least one person who, who um, is not drinking the whole time just to uh, as a referee. Yeah, yeah, you need you need a, your a DD. Fun referee. Yeah, you yeah. need your DD to be the referee. Yeah. Clearly, God, that is the most boring thing I've ever heard someone suggest. Why? Why not have everyone have fun? Oh, everybody will still have fun. Except that person. But one, that guy's going to be like, no, that's not really a cat. Well, they can put on, hold on, hold on. They yeah. can put on the t- TV and watch whatever sporting event is or going on. Or friends and watch them drink wine. Or drink Malibu. Yeah, no, no, no. This game is fine. And it doesn't matter that, you know, the drinking doesn't actually have anything to do with the, the gameplay necessarily. Because the drinking will modify the gameplay. Would you still make it into a team game? I, I think you could definitely do it as a team game, and it would be advantageous to uh, be a fat guy for once, because all the uh, you know all the people would want to be your friend. Because as a fat guy, you're like immune to being drunk. Uh, I, I think that's a fallacy. No, no, that's not true. No, fat guys can get drunk. That's not a thing. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Fat guys can get drunk. Oh. I've, I've seen I've seen fat guys get drunk. Yes, huh. we have. Yeah, well, so I learned something today. Interesting. All right, so now that we've described our rules, let's get straight into complexity. 
My game is pretty simple. Everyone drinks. Uh, mine is simple with the uh, drinking aspect that you just take a drink, but it gets complicated when you have to make your own drink. You need to have a reader involved in your game that will read the card and say, all right, this is what this means. Well, yeah, that would be English. the DD. The DD would do that. <sighs> yeah, we don't need a DD for my game. We need a DD for your game. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> Well, you may need a hearse for you mine. Need, actually, <laughs> you need a hearse, a fleet of taxis. <laughs> a fleet, yes. It, it, there's the, uh, you know, there's the, the complexity level Up of to your 16 game. players. And your game Jesus. exists as a drinking game, yet it is the hardest thing to translate into a drinking game without driving people insane or, or killing them. Well, killing no, them. no, hold on, hold on. You you can you can switch it to like two fingers or some crap like that when you're doing the when you're taking your shots and stuff like that. But where's the fun? Where's the fun? <laughs> Breathing? Yes. <laughs> Starters? <laughs> Live your life, man. You don't have to die for this game. Yeah, really. How about yours? How I feel like your game might be somewhat complex as well. The drinking, the drinking aspect um, yeah, yeah. is just straightforward. It's it, it 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 enhances the penalty of being wrong with your gambling. So yeah. if you're wrong, just then like you're real gonna, gambling, just like real drinking. gambling, <laughs> drinking yeah. affects your gambling. So if you're gonna be if you're gonna be really really high stakes, just be like you know three in a row. Be like, All right, I'm gonna shoot that ship three times. Maybe it'll change. You know, you're going to get very drunk. But if you're going but to, I do feel that his game. You don't get you. There's a chance that it, uh, if you're not starting off a little tipsy, that the game will have no effect. That you won't do any drinking at all. Yeah, I'm, or no serious drinking at no all. No serious drinking at all. I mean, because it sounds like the max you can get is like six or well, more, a little bit but, more shots. The, the max you can get is six. Six shots. I'm. You know. I okay. forgot you're the alcoholic who brought the drink. <laughs> no, yeah, I actually, don't mean drink. Six shots. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> it's a lot. But you, you could get away theoretically with uh, a bunch of lucky rounds with one or none yeah, that, yeah. that's my point yeah. uh, you know that's the ceiling with mine the ceiling is well, well i mean my game can be played uh 30 minutes so i mean you could get in an hour you could get two games in and then you know yours is listed for for like 30 minutes it took us like 15 to play it and that was our first time yeah so you can still get drunk it's just it's well, not gonna to get drunk. yours multiple times yeah, you're not getting well, drunk in that, that single us, game that leads us to our next category of replayability so how uh how replayable is letter of what's the name of your game letter uh letter of, of mark letter, letter of mark letter that's letter of marquee that is clearly letter of marquee you've been calling it the wrong thing the entire time <laughs> no no that, that no that's just mark what are you talking no, that about is a mar- that it's is m-a-r-q-u-e well you know what? You played this game and you never corrected him, so I'm the only one who is without blame. That's because he was to, to drunk, my defense, probably. To my yeah. defense, I don't read the title of the game. Oh God, he's so. God, At least I'm illiterate. You're just you're just oh, an man. ass. <laughs> All right, so a letter of marquee, which was the game we've been talking about this entire time. Um, how uh, how how likely are you to replay it after playing it once as a drinking game? The likelihood of replaying this game is got to be really, it, it's middle of the road because once you play it a couple of times, if you have a one bad experience with it, if you're just going to play safe the entire time, you play it the normal way without the hacks, then it's going to get kind of boring. But it gets more, it, I think it enhances it when you add the drinking to it because then people get a real big penalty because then they're actually uh, skewing their view of the game and how to actually process okay let's not shoot that ship two more times in a row right. so i'm not gonna get smashed and lose the game i think my game is uh it's it's probably it could be a pretty fun party game i would say that as long as you have you know you're with fun drunks 
that you're going to have a fun time. If you're with a sad drunk, they're probably going to draw really sad things, which could be fun. Uh, I would say that you'd probably want to destroy the drawings afterwards, and as long as there's not a paper trail, uh, you, minimal embarrassment. So I would replay my game. Yeah, I've learned a lot of really interesting Warshack tests, actually, oh, yeah. after that game. Now, assuming your players survive. <laughs> Mine is uh, replayable. I recommend you waiting a week. <laughs> Weak. Yes, definitely. From your alcohol poisoning after you get your stomach pumped from the hospital? Yeah. It's ridiculous. All right, and the final category is fun. I would almost go as far as to say that this would be the only fun way of playing Letter of Marquis as a drinking game. Well, maybe not the only, but one of the top ways of making it fun. I, I like I said before, it's a, it's definitely a fun game if you're playing with people who like taking risks. If you don't look at your ships at all, and uh. you don't know which one are your cannons, and you tell everyone that right off the hop, you go, I'm not going to look at my ships, and you just sit there like this and randomly place one on, people are going to think twice about trying to shoot that ship, because they know that you don't know, and they can't get any tells off you. But they can always, you could always just be lying to them, and you know the order you set it in. You could be doing that, too. I mean, it's, it's a mind game when you're playing it. Uh, so if you if you like playing mind games with people, if you like playing poker, this would be a really good game for so you. So if you're a sociopath or an alcoholic. Or good. both, or, or both, both, you or would both. love this game. Cool. You'd definitely replay it. What about your game? How, uh, how much fun is it? It's fun with the uh, drinking aspect and without it. I would almost, uh, again, I'm just trying to knock down your game and sabotage you, but I would almost think that the uh, once you've played it, as a drinking game, you might not go back to playing it as a not drinking game. Uh, simply because it'll like end your life. Yeah, no. You every time you see that the the uh, dragon nail, you're or gonna whatever, think of Johnny and gonna, how he died. <laughs> you're gonna think of you're gonna think of the Malibu Bay Breeze you had. <laughs> and, well, no, you might. Well, I guess you don't have a lot of. Uh, not a lot of people form uh, bad associations while drinking, even if they drink to getting s- uh, drunk. That's why alcoholics exist. Normally, that, yes, that is true. Yeah, if you eat food and it makes you sick, you have an aversion to that food, but it doesn't exist for alcohol. So uh, I guess you could play Red Dragon in without throwing up all over yourself after well, you played at the dragon. Uh, after you, you would, played at the you would do game. it, but you would just do it again. So oh. what you're saying, this game is only fun with alcoholics and Irishmen, right? Is that what you're saying? That's racist. Yeah, it is racist. That is clear. But it's racist. true. Well, it's nationalists, at very least, but whatever. Uh, yeah, my game is uh, super fun. I mean, just getting around. Pictionary is fun when you're being stupid. And it, I think it's more fun the more goofy you are. And I guess you really can't get more goofy than having a few drinks. Oh, you clearly haven't met our friends. Yeah, but your, your game can get ruined by someone, you know, once again saying, that's not a cat. And then it's... Or, or like, our, um, our, I don't know about you, but our friends really are, are very... We have one friend who's very apologetic. When they drink? Yes. Yeah, we have apologized. So they'll just apologize drugs, about yeah. everything. And you're like, well, you didn't do anything. You're just sitting there. Yeah, so, 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 but that so person would ruin any game. Yes. Well, I mean, then you're going to find out definitely if you've never if you've never been around your friends when they've been drunk drunk, then you're definitely going to find out which one's the crier, which one's the apologetic drunk, which one's the angry drunk. The, I mean, the touchy-feely one. Yeah, my, my game, you're probably not going to find that out if you play it once just to start out the party. Your games are the entire party... And you may or may not survive. Mine is an hour long. The game can last sober, so I imagine drunk, it could be years. Yeah, and there would be a lot of letting of blood and and purging and possibly drinking coffee. All right, well, we're going to put the games into the giant machine that decides who's the winner. Once again, our games for this week are The Red Dragon Inn, 
and Letter of Marquee. Mark. <laughs> and Pictionary. Which is the best game to convert into a drinking game? And the results are in. And the winner is... Stratego. I, I don't think that what was... What? How, how did that win? It wasn't even yeah, one of the three games. The computer must have malfunctioned. Uh, Does that mean our well, games were that bad? Well, Stratego, okay. Take a drink every time someone... Everyone takes a drink every time someone finds a mine. Uh, whenever one of your guys blows up, take a drink. And um, uh, that's uh, that's a horrible, horrible is this, version. First is off, this, this is a two-person game, so this is really just like you and your bestest friend. Or your or worst you enemy. Your, or your girlfriend. I mean. No, I'm thinking this is like two angry drugs that dueling it out with Stratego. Um, oh, is this like set of like uh, like in the olden days when they had duels? This yeah. would be the duel of the nowadays. Yeah, trying to drink someone under the table while playing Stratego. That's interesting. That seems violent. All right, I like well, this winner. That is our computer choice for the uh, for the week. I I'm sure there's we're gonna get a lot of letters about this one. We're gonna have to call uh, IT on this one. Yeah, yeah. If you have a suggestion of games we should play on Best of Three, email us at Best of Three at non productivecom I'm Frank. And with Mike and Rob, we uh, wish you guys adieu and warn you all once again: do not, uh, do not take any of our advice. Don't play any of these games. And don't drink way. and drive. Yeah, don't drink and drink. Don't drink. Really, I would, I would go as that. Play these games with milk. It's just as I damaging. Mean, just to be to honest, you. I, I, none of us here drink hot sauce. No, definitely hot sauce. Hot sauce. Hot there you go. There, there you go. go. Yep. Do it with milk and hot sauce. It, they cancel each other out. That's how you do fortitude. Yeah, that's <laughs> how that works. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it does. It doesn't make you vomit. Mm, yeah, no, it does. But it, well, why not? Uh, Gallon challenge. <laughs> <laughs>